Hello, and once again, welcome to another episode of Caught Between a Tie and High Heels. Uh, my name is Jamie, and I am your hostess, taking you through this, um, oh, I don't know, what is my life? And <laughs> on these uh, podcasts, I'm just spilling my guts and also telling you how I feel about things and stuff I notice about my own um, my own life of being transgender and also hiding and trying to also talk about, um, I, I don't know if I'm doing a good job or not, but talking about topics that, um, hopefully you, uh, can relate to, or even allies, um, who are listening to this, uh, allies of the, uh, trans community. Um, so you can understand a little bit more about where at least one trans person is coming from. Um, but yeah, it would be an opportunity for us to, uh, get together as a community, which is what I'm really hoping for. Um, today I wanted to talk about something that, uh, recently just came, uh, um, it just occurred to me, uh, actually, and it was really like, how did we get here? I am almost 50. I'm not going to kid you. Um... I have been hiding all of my life. Um, I'm I'm slowly coming out to people. I'm trying to. I'm trying to crack the closet door. Um, I life has uh, a couple of years. Well, a year ago, a couple of years ago, I should say. Wow. Um, I opened the door really big, and I was able to open up to um, a bunch of my coworkers. Um, friends and family and well some family not all family but some family um I came out to and it's been kind of interesting I've been really surprised at the results in which I have been or the way that I've been received um it has been wonderful I have been in awe and also humbled by the by the reception that I've received thus far um but how did we get here how do we get to the point to where you're hiding and you're content? Like, uh, I guess what I'm saying is, is that you're, you get to that point in your life where you are, you know, you're hiding, you don't want to be hiding, but you're in your safe zone. And, or how do you end up putting it off on the, on the back burner even, in order for you to get to where you are right now. Like I was kind of retrospecting my life as I uh, was sitting in my living room um, one day. My phone had uh, died so I couldn't play my word naming game or anything. And I started like thinking about other topics that I would like to share with you. And this one popped into my head. Because it's like, what the hell? I mean, yes, we have been hiding but what has got us to where we are and I know this is probably a deep subject and I'm going to try and fumble around with it the best I possibly can so if I lose you I'm really sorry but these are just sort of my um this is very raw podcast so I'm just sort of like letting you know the thoughts that I ended up having um once this came into my head was really like the series of events, the choices that we made. So being trans is never a choice. I don't think I have to tell anybody that's listening to this that it is, there's no way that it's a choice. You don't just wake up one day and said, 
oh yeah, I want to radically change my body. I would like to change the chemistry of my body and get all the perks and the consequences that go with that being that opposite gender of what I am because I just really don't like guy clothes. Um, yeah, not a choice. But there are choices that you make in life in order to hide. And when I say this, it's like, okay, um, hopefully this will clear it up. So I want to, um, as I've talked about in previous podcasts, I want to uh, get married. But I'm hiding from my own wife, which, first of all, if you're in that relationship, that's not good. It's not going to end well. It's hardly ever going to end well. You need to be truthful with your partner as to who you are and who your true self is. And if they don't love you for that, then you're saving yourself a lot of heartache and a lot of grief. And trust me, after coming out of a 15-year marriage that was some of the worst times that I've had, yes, I had a couple of good times, but the bad far outweighed walking around on eggshells, um, telling some, you know, again, I'm not going to go into the details, but anyway, it's terrible. If you're in that position, get out of it or tell your, your, your partner. And again, if they, they leave you for that, they were not worth keeping to begin with. And they really didn't love you. That's the big thing. You are worth it. You are absolutely, um, totally and 100% um, deserving of love and you will find that person if you haven't found them they are out there uh, I didn't think they existed but I was able to run into mine weird as it may be I had given up on everything and boom she smacked me in the face well not literally smacked me in the face but you know what I'm saying Um, moving on so I'm with my wife I'm hiding from her I want to keep hiding because I am feeling weird at the fact that she might be catching on to something. And this is honestly the way that I was feeling when I joined the army. I joined the army. So that's a decision. That is a four-year minimum decision, not to include the um, four years inactive ready reserve that I also had to do as well. It was nothing. You just sit around and you check in with a recruiter. But the four years at a minimum that I had to do, or anybody would have to do if you made that that choice, that is a choice. That was a choice. Instead of coming out, I joined the Army. Instead of coming out, I um, chose to have a kid. Um, and again, I'm not saying that I regret having a kid, what I'm saying is it takes the focus away. We do a ton of stuff. I th- Well, for me, I'm only guessing that other transgender have uh, male, female. You would have other things that you would do that are very similar to this, is that you are making choices that keep you from thinking about it, keep you from being able to focus on it, and keep your mind off of it enough in order for you to scoot by. And... Somewhere along the lines of you doing that, it becomes comfortable. It's safe because nobody knows that I'm here. And that that for me is like, man, I have wasted 
decades of my life. Literally decades. Now that I'm coming up to 50 years old, I'm like, man, there could have been so many nice outfits I could have worn as a woman if I had just come out of the closet. I am a bona fide shoe whore. Can you imagine? My feet were not as big as they were now. Back then, I could have stopped them or something, but you know, like bound them in some good-looking heels or something along those lines. But no, now I've got monster 12 feet. This is what I'm talking about. There, instead of coming out, what did I, what excuses did I come up with? I can't come out right now because of this, this, and this. Like, you know, two Halloweens ago, I wasn't going to come out. But I was hiding for the longest time because socially being transgender is such a huge taboo. Now, luckily, we've got these gen... Well, you know, the one of the good things that millennials are doing, and if you're a millennial, thank you, is that they're open-mindedness. Not all of them, but there's a greater percentage of those that are open-minded than there are Gen X, like me, or boomers definitely aren't as open-minded. I will tell you that much right now. And I don't even know what the other generations are. What's the next generation past millennial? Is that like Gen Y? And then I think we have Gen Z just coming in now. I mean, those generations are so open-minded. It's not even funny. I I read an article, and the reason this, this happened to pop into my head, I read an article online and this person was gearing up in order to uh, felt, you know, they they had to talk to their child about Uncle Bob because uh, Uncle Bob's gay. And uh, the child, uh, basically, they were getting ready. They did all this prep and everything else. They were really worried. They were kind of like arming themselves to the teeth. They had their toolbox completely loaded up for whatever the child was going to throw at them. The child asks a question, finally, is that why does Uncle Bob always hang around Uncle Steve? The parent ended up saying, well, because they're in love with one another, just like Mommy loves Daddy. The very next question was, when are we going to get some ice cream? Kids don't care. If you don't teach them that it's a, a terrible thing, as we know, Hatred is something learned. It's not something that we, that we're in, that we're uh, born with. It isn't genetic. It's taught. And these kids don't care. And it's so wonderful because transgender, yes, is more at the forefront of news. Um, albeit some of the bad, um, you know, being that that we're being. Oh my God! I can't even talk right now. What in the hell? That we're being persecuted against, just as probably 10, 15 years ago, um, that the LGB community, the lesbians, gays, and bi's, that they were being persecuted against as well. They're still, but they have a lot more rights than what a transgender individual uh, does, or an intersex individual does, or non-binary individual. So... I mean, it's one of those of, okay, what happened? What were some of the things that you did? So like for me, for instance, another, instead of me coming out, 
I absorbed myself in my career. I worked in radio for 22 years. 23, maybe. And I still continue to do that with some voiceover work. But I... With my male voice, by the way, not my female voice. <laughs> my producer doesn't even... Well, he just learned... I just came out to my producer and his wife. Uh, oh, last... The end of last year? And I still don't know whether or not they are okay with it. The husband's okay. My producer's okay. But his wife, who have been lifelong friends for me, um, they're really dear to me. They're like my second family. Uh, I don't know how she took it. And I haven't heard from them in a while, so I don't know. But being in radio, I thought, oh, man, this is the perfect opportunity. And... I could do voice. Nobody had to see me. Everything's cool. Everything's good. I can just do this and I can transition in the background and the whole nine yards. And no, I was scared to death. Um, and so what ended up happening was I buried myself with work. I took on more and more and more. Got in over my head. Got to a point to where I couldn't do what was really my job. Because I just, I didn't have the experience in one department as far as being behind the scenes of everything. And yeah, and I, you know, I just didn't want to deal with it. So you put it on the back burner. So it's things like that. Like, I would love to hear from some of you who are hiding, like, what was the thing that you did or what are some of the things that you've done in order to keep hiding? What did you choose not to do rather than be yourself? I, I've done it tons of times. I've talked about purging. Every single time I've purged, that was a choice that I made was to throw away or give, donate, if you will, hundreds of dollars worth of clothing fantastic clothing that I bought with my own good money but because it was female I gave it away or I threw it out in some cases I mean that was a choice that I made in order to continue to hide I got to a point so much in my first marriage that I I was separated from my wife and I talked about this back in my bio so go back to my episodes of the bio and you'll hear all about it but this one little part I will tell you or share with you again. I I was separated from her for uh, two years, uh, about two years. And um, it was a situation where, uh, you know, I didn't think it was going to be anytime soon that she was going to ask me back. But I made that t honest decision that if she were, and I was... Man, I was dressing every single... I was living alone. So I had about $7,000 worth of clothing. I was dressing sweet. Just in order to make myself some Kraft mac and cheese and a hot dog at home, I looked fabulous. Did I ever go out? Hell no. But I looked great in my own house. But I made the choice in the decision probably in my second year of being separated from my wife was if she asked me back I would give it all up I cared for her that much that I was willing to sacrifice and shove 
my very existence, the core of who I am, way down in the darkest parts of my brain and in my body and everything else. And I was willing to do that in order to keep from coming out, in order for it not to show its ugly face again, quote unquote, ugly face. So that's something that that has really bothered me is thinking back over the decades that I have. Um, yeah, since I turned 20, all the different things, all the decisions that have been one on top of another, one decision affects the next decision. And then you almost get caught in um, a chain reaction. Well, now I can't do it. You know, it's like you make one decision. It's like, well, now I can't do it because I'm such and such so-and-so. Or I'm busy doing this, this, and this. And there's no way that I can come out right now. You know, there's. I'm sure everyone out there has gone through or is going through the same exact thing. I mean, I, again, I am, what's holding me back right now is a couple of family members and the legal ramifications because I take care of my mom, every single piece of paperwork is in my male name. And she was a government worker, so the issue is, it was like, it would take forever and a day. It would be pure hell trying to do a name change. Name change is already hard enough. Ask any woman that's ever been married and changed their name. It's horrible. I mean, it's a lot. So the thing is, I can't go through all that paperwork and everything else right now because I'm taking care of my mom. So, yeah. So I'm kind of, I mean, but this is a choice. It's a choice that I made to get to this point. And I'm, right now I'm okay with it because also this is my voice. You're listening to me trying to come out. Um, the only way that I can, uh, because I just couldn't do it anymore. I don't know what it was taking care of my mom, uh, for the past almost six years now off and on. And now really intensely because she's moved in with us. You can't continue to hide something that is lurking in the back of your mind forever. And when you're emotionally and physically being drained every single day because of something as huge as your your parent is suffering from a disease that is pretty much terminal long-term terminal um but still terminal and you're the person taking care of them so it gets well okay here i go this is what i've got and i've tried to a couple of years ago i tried to and i took a couple of steps out of the closet and i mentioned this before Went on a girls' night. I was enjoying it and everything else. And then the big door slammed on me on the closet because I had to move my mom in. So that's, I mean, you have to do that. That's a moral decision. But, you know, I mean, it's the right friggin' thing to do. It's your your mother, for God's sake. But it's all the other stuff that led up to that point. Because I could have been out and taking care of my mom. I could have already had surgery and taking care of my mom. I could have been doing a lot of things and now taking care of my my mom. I mean, but I chose so much, so many other things. I mean, what really cracked me up, like I said, <laughs> I lost my wife. I lost my kid. I got a divorce uh, back in 2005. I moved back home 
down to Virginia. Um, I was living in Pittsburgh and I moved down to Virginia and I started all over again. I had to move in with my mom and I was like, you know, I'll be damned if I'm going to let this all be for naught. That was 2005. I'm talking to you right now in 2020 and I'm still not out. I still haven't transitioned. Yeah, I'm on hormones, which is yet another step that I had to take for myself. But damn. So there you go. Um, I know I've probably repeated myself a couple of times throughout this podcast. But um, yeah, I do apologize. Um, but it's just something that's been... It really kind of caught me off guard. I wasn't really ready for it to think about it. But it kept creeping in the back of my mind all the different decisions in which I've made in order to get where I am to the point of hiding. And it's like, you know, I could have been doing so much more stuff. Like, what would have changed? And, uh, you know, I'm not saying dwell on the past because what's happened has happened. You can't change it. It's not going to go anywhere. It's now history. It's part of, it's locked in tight. I don't see anybody flying around here in a TARDIS or is able to control time. So what we've done, we've done. But I'm just saying, in retrospect, thinking about all the different things that has gotten you to where you are right now in your time of hiding. And I guess one of the things for me, like the end message, if I can, if I can say that there's any end message would be that that was also part of the motivation and without me really realizing it at the point um, for me to come out as much as I did two Halloweens ago. And yeah, I just got frustrated with myself. There's a point in time when you're just going to say, okay, I can't do any more. This is just driving me up a friggin' wall. I don't know when that time's going to be for you. Um, I'm I'm still... <laughs> dealing with it myself I I hope I'm doing myself justice by being on hormones by um, doing some of the things I'm doing doing this podcast reaching out to others trying to be more into um, the, the LGBTQ community um, I know I want to do more but I have to work within my limitations that I'm found myself in now so I don't know if I'm making any sense with this, but I just wanted to share this thought with you this week. Because, uh, again, it been literally this was like going on since Tuesday. Um, so the, <laughs> my previous podcast came out, and then the very next day um, on Tuesday, it I yeah, I just started thinking about this really bad, and um, I wanted to share with you. So I hope uh, I haven't been too rambling for you, and uh, I hope that that's been okay. Um, maybe you can relate, would love to hear from you, or if there's something you would rather hear me talk about, let me know. Send me an email at questions at tyinhighheels.com, or you can go straight to my website at tyinhighheels.com, go to the contact page, and there's a little form there, fill it out, and it comes directly to me, just like email. Um, or you can look on Instagram and Facebook at under tyinhighheels. And I have to apologize. Instagram, I tried to post up a couple of pictures, but I don't know what happened. None of them got put up. Um, so I'm working on that. Uh, trying to figure out where the pictures went because they're also not in my phone anymore. 
So I have to figure out what's going on with that. But um, keep looking at uh, Instagram and Facebook, Tyne High Heels. Would love to hear from you. And last but not least, I would ask you to please give us a um, review on iTunes. That way others in the community and others that might be hiding and looking for a podcast to uh, relate to would be able to find us a little bit more. So um, I would ask you to do that. So I hope you have a great rest of your week. And thank you so much for listening. Take care. Bye-bye.